Welcome to Unleashed at Work and Home, the show dedicated to helping veterinarians, vet techs, dog trainers, shelter and rescue workers, pet sitters, and all the other animal-crazy pet professionals manage their stress and find more joy. I'm your host, Colleen Pilar, and I'm thrilled you're here with us today. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite app so that you won't miss a single episode. This episode is brought to you by our free community, the Circle of Resilient and Thriving Pet Professionals. If you like the ideas shared here, then you're invited to continue the conversation with other lifelong learners in the community. You can find out more at ColleenPilar.com. It's the perfect place for you to learn cool stuff, feel good, and take action to create the life you love. Come join us. Two people I dearly love have been diagnosed with COVID in the past 24 hours, and both of them have underlying medical conditions. I'm tempted to freak out, but that won't help. So instead, I thought I would do a podcast episode about dealing with worry in the hopes that it can help you and that it can also help me. So worry is an emotion that we've evolved to feel in the face of threat or danger. It's a chain of negative thoughts that kind of grab you and take hold of your mind. They can be very disturbing or intense. I come from a long line of warriors. My family is champion level of warriors. And honestly, probably so do you. The human brain is designed to solve problems related to survival in an outdoor environment in nearly constant motion. We've talked about that on the podcast before. I wanted to say it again. The human brain is designed to solve problems related to survival in an outdoor environment in nearly constant motion. So our ancestors were always scanning going, everything okay? Is everything okay? Is everything okay? And the ones who survived were the ones who took quick action in the face of danger. So they were worriers. This is a super helpful trait. Your brain is trying to protect you when it is filling your head with worries. The problem comes in that it's not really helpful for modern life. There's nothing that worrying about COVID can do for me. It's not going to help me help my family members. It's not going to help me show up better for anyone in this moment. It's just going to have negative effects. Unless we're under immediate threat, the emotion of worry almost always gets in the way. It gets in the way of effective problem solving. It gets in the way of clear thinking. It gets in the way of executive function, and it gets in the way of your social skills. So some of the effects of worry that have shown up on studies are sleepless nights, decreased confidence, arguments with loved ones and coworkers, reduced appetite, poor performance at work, avoidance of social events, increased alcohol consumption, paranoia, and nausea. Woohoo! What fun. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> so there are lots of lots of, you know, trite sayings. Like I love the song Don't Worry, Be Happy, the Bobby McFerrin song. 
I just don't think it's all that realistic <laughs> for me most of the time when I'm worried. So it, it can feel sort of silly to say, oh, don't worry about that. There's nothing you can do about that. But it's not completely unrealistic. We need to set some goals and some having an understanding of worry can be very helpful for that. So when we're faced with worry, as I am in this moment, first stop and appreciate what worry is doing for you. Worry is trying to protect you. Worry is trying to keep you safe. Worry is trying to prevent you from feeling any sort of negative emotions. But you're kind of paying for them up front because you're experiencing negative emotions in an attempt to avoid future negative emotions. Learning to build your tolerance for uncertainty is hugely helpful. Our brains crave certainty. We have even phrases, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. We like predictability, even if it's bad. So becoming more comfortable with not knowing is a valuable skill. Learning to recognize and calm the physical sensations of worry is also extremely valuable. There is a reason our feelings are called feelings. We have physical sensations that are tightly wound to what is happening in our brains. And for me, worry creates um, sort of a, a clenching kind of in my solar plexus and a forward motion. Like, I want to do something. Please let me do something. And there's really not something I can do. So when I can recognize those physical sensations, I can learn to address them and soothe them. And also reminding yourself that you're going to handle whatever comes your way. So far, you have a track record of 100% of showing up for your days and dealing with what was there. And some of them may not have gone the way you hoped, but you're still here and you're still trying. So you will handle what comes your way. And if your mind goes to worst case scenarios, as most of our minds are willing to do at time to time, challenge yourself to spend some time exploring best case scenarios and also most likely scenarios. It's really difficult when you're in a state of worry to move toward a best case scenario. What could possibly be good about this situation? But challenging yourself to think about that can broaden your view, give you a little bit of emotional distance, and help you see things a little bit more clearly. And then you'll be able to identify what really is the most likely scenario. And from there, you'll have you'll be able to make better choices. Um, Elisa Obando and I did an episode on the worst case, best case, most likely problem-solving tool, decision-making tool in episode 57. So I'll link to that in the show notes too, in case you're interested to check that out. Learning to recognize and control worry can really help you stay in problem-solving mode. And it can also help you as help you avoid <laughs> escalating into fear, panic, or anxiety, which is what my immediate response was when I heard the news about my loved ones. So being very conscious about what is happening for you and what will be helpful to you is an important tool when you're dealing with stressful situations. 
In addition, self-compassion plays an important role here in dealing with worry. Becoming self-critical or frustrated at your brain's attempts to keep you safe isn't going to help you. It'll only keep you in a stressed state. So for me, today, I'm trying to follow my own advice. I'm reminding myself to focus more on what I can do to be helpful than on the worries about my powerlessness. I'm paying attention to my body signals and I'm taking time to breathe and recenter myself when the worry builds up. And I'm making sure to reality check my thinking and to not project too far into the future, but to just focus on the here and the now, what is helpful, what should I do? So those are some thoughts about worry. And I want to tell you that worry is a normal human response. We all do it. But learning to deal with it is really powerful and really important and not necessarily something that we can always do on our own. So if it is something that you would like to learn more about, we can do that in um, in a coaching call. So you know how to reach me if you ever want to work on your own tools for dealing with worry. In the meantime, have a great day. And I say, don't worry, be happy. Maybe we can all go play Bobby McFerrin for a while. Thanks for listening to Unleashed at Work and Home. I invite you to come learn more at ColleenPilar.com where you can be steady, be strong, and be long.